Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, beautiful besties, and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters. I'm your host, podcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. On the show, it's a chit-chat episode, which feature in between our guest episodes. My friend Anna joins us. You may know her from our home of pop culture, our podcast, Gloss, and we've got recommendations for you. Some good shows and audiobooks all lined up. And as we enter the start of what is known as breakup season, we revisit dusting off the cobwebs some of our wild dating and breakup stories. Plus, advice for our sweet angels who have recently joined the Broken Hearts Club. Let's get into it. Hey Anna, welcome back to another Chit Chat episode. Lovely to see you. How are you? What's been happening? Hello, hello. Um, If you hear a small child come in the room, that will be Freddie. He is... um He's helping produce this morning, I think. Yeah, we've got a producer on on hand today on site. He is, I've known Freddie since he was a baby. It's that funny age when they get to not quite school age and they go from toddler to boy and it's like, he's so, he's still little, but he's so sweet and good and like a little boy now. Yeah, it's really odd. I don't know. He's like a real, just a little person. I mean, they've always been little people, but it is quite an awkward age. I think the most awkward age will be later on. Like before puberty. Yeah. That kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations for us? Um, yes, I listened to an audiobook this week. I don't actually know how I came across it because I don't know this person. I've never watched the show she was on. She's of Nickelodeon fame, which I was just telling you. I don't know why, but I was that kid that thought that children's shows were very immature. So like all Nickelodeon shows, I was just like, meh. But she's from iCarly. Her name's Jeanette McCurdy. Um, and her book is called I'm Glad My Mum's Dead. I think the title probably got me because it was a bit shocking. But it's read in her voice and it's an autobiography. It's just really fascinating. Her The story about how she was pushed into showbiz by her mum, really abusive relationship between them. And like her, her mum taught her an eating disorder at a really young age. She never wanted to be an actress. And... Yeah, it's just, it's really fascinating. She's quite sarcastic and I think that's also partly why I liked it because the way it's read, it's not like, it's pretty heavy stuff, but it's, you don't feel so, it doesn't feel heavy. But you might find, because there's a lot lot of stuff about eating disorders and some of that stuff really like hit quite close to home. Mm. So you have to be in the right place to read it or listen to it. I have heard good things about that, so I'll definitely have to listen. Don't you love listening to a book when it's read by the author? I, yeah. Especially when it's a celebrity or someone famous or they're telling their own story. It just gives it that extra touch. I love it. Yeah, it was a really, really good. I think I did it in like a day or two just while doing chores. I think you'll definitely like it. Yeah. I have been watching this show, which I think a lot of people will enjoy. It's called Real Girlfriends in Paris, about all these American girls. Oh, I- that live in Paris. It's on Bravo. I've already binged the first six episodes. I'm waiting for the next one to be released. And I really like it because they're more our age than, you know, the real housewives 
it's a bit more, I want to say relatable, but probably not. It's actually like real life Emily in Paris. And there's one girl in particular, Victoria, who is a fashion designer, and I just love her fashion. And you really start to warm to some of the characters and, and their storylines, and I love it. So definitely watch that. It's on Bravo. Uh, you'll be able to find it online as well. Are they all girlfriends? Is that like this idea of it, or they're friends, or they've got boyfriends? Like, is They're that... friends. Right. Um, some of them are single. Some of them are in relationships. They're all friends, but I don't know if they were all friends before the show or if some of them have been placed together. A lot of them are in fashion internships or fashion roles, or some of them working remote, and it's just really cool. I mean, I don't know. I think when Emily in Paris came out, it definitely glorified that whole living in Paris a bit more, the PR girl. Yeah, so you'll probably really like that show. It's just light and easy. And also, speaking of Emily in Paris, the new season is out, third season, in December the 21st. So a little while away, but have you ever watched Emily in Paris? I watched the first season. I started watching the second season, and I'm not sure what happened, but I didn't like get into the mm. second season. It's not the best show, but I no, just love but, the prettiness of it, mm. the fashion, Paris, just, I don't know, it's kind of one of those silly shows that's just an easy watch. And I think for a lot of us over the last few years, we just want light, easy. I don't watch a lot of, I watch documentaries, but I don't watch a lot of crimey, dark stuff anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting how you like. I've changed. Away, like, yeah. My right. sister said, she's like, you were always as a teenager, I'd come home and you'd be watching like CSI or the crime shows. That was like your thing. And I used to watch true crime to calm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, back in the days, I used to watch, do you remember Water Rats? That show, Australian yes. show. Oh my God, throwbacks. <laughs> yeah, I used to watch Water Rats with my parents. Questionable parenting, the stuff that they used to let me uh, watch. I don't know. I think also we're just very inquisitive. It's our minds. We're curious. And so we like to know why things happen and what's happening. Yeah, investigations. Yeah. yeah. Have you been following it all? I had missed a lot of it and then I just started watching it this week um, and now I'm up to date. But the reunion part one has aired on in the States, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. There's been so much drama oh. going on at the moment. Lisa Rinna has been made out to be a real villain. Yeah. But Kathy Hilton like has kind of come out on top and there's all these people going around with a hashtag, Kathy Hilton is my mom. And it's like, Kathy Hilton is the one that like seems to have had this huge blow up and said this awful things mm. about everyone there's all these I've read articles about how it's just become too toxic and it should probably yeah. be cut and or refreshed in a new new cast or something it's, just, it's nasty yeah I watch bits of it but I find it's quite yeah it's toxic there's too much fighting for me I could only watch in small doses and I've just seen most of the stuff from the reunion I've just seen it on TikTok and online there's all these clips online of it I think it's lost its shine and I don't really think people are enjoying watching these awful toxic programs as much I don't know there just seems to be a lot of talk about axing it or getting rid of most of the cast I also listened to a podcast I think you might like called hoax I've only listened to parts of it there's two more episodes to listen to and it's by the same people who made sweet bobby a podcast by tortoise media the same journalist do you remember that story yeah. if you haven't listened definitely because it's such a twist in that story but basically, it's about this hoax, and the story shifts in the first episode. I think you've started listening to it as well. The story, I won't give anything away, but the story shifts from what you think, and it's just about this massive conspiracy theory, and it's pretty wild, yeah. Cool. It is the start of breakup season. We're not quite at the exact date where the most breakups happen, but going into summer, it's when people break up. It is the season 
of breakups, which is always a hard time, but hey, you've got someone to look forward to. So hopefully that'll help you mend your broken heart. Tis the season to be single. Yeah. So we thought we'd revisit some of our wild breakup and dating stories. Now, you may not know that Anna and I actually are a result of a breakup. We (laughs) weren't in a relationship, but we met through your ex-boyfriend. Tell the story. Basically, you summarize it quite well sometimes. That you got me in the... Oh, I got you in a breakup. Yeah. yeah. Yep, got you in a breakup. RIP. Relationship. <laughs> Dust settled. Friendship came back. Yeah, I, I, I left it a respectable amount of time, but I always liked Anna. This was quite a long time ago, and obviously I live in the same city as you, so we sort of hung out a little bit more, and now we're podcasting together, so that's a good time. Yeah. Full circle, baby. <laughs> yeah. So you actually got something pretty interesting after that breakup didn't you you sort of had given him a present and this is a pretty funny story (laughs) yeah I okay so in context he was and one of our other friends that was in the group really big Harry Potter fans and for his 30th birthday I got ordered this legit really expensive Gryffindor robe and it arrived and anyway he loved it and Whenever it was that I ended the relationship, it was fine for a little while, and but I think he like he thought that we were going to get back together. So when he realised we weren't going to get back together, a cu- like a couple of weeks later, this huge courier bag actually it was a couple of courier bags turned up. It was like drips and drabs. Everything that he had left that like I'd given him, and one of them like the, the thing that made me lol the most was the Gryffindor robe. But it was petty as, like, there were literally weddings that we went to. You know how some of them have the cute little name tags when you sit at a table? That sort of stuff, like, in there. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Just throw it out. With a Gryffindor robe. No, it was really expensive. Oh, no, I I mean the wedding tags. Like, hello, why do you need to post that bad? That's that's petty. That went straight in the bin. But this Gryffindor robe, I was like, I am not going to throw this Gryffindor robe out. So, anyway, um, I packed the Gryffindor robe up. And carried it back. So we played courier tag for a little <laughs> while, but like I am, he's petty, I'm stubborn. Eventually I won with the Gryffindor robe, but all the rest of the shit I just threw in the bin. But this Gryffindor robe. Who ended up with it in the end? Um, well, he did. Yeah. Or the courier man, I don't know. Well, you could have sold it. I should have. Put it on eBay or something, made some money. It was really expensive. I know. It was just petty. We were just playing courier tag mm. for a good while. But yeah, yeah, Gryffindor, I almost ended up with a Gryffindor robe. That was strange. Yeah. I had a boyfriend, this was my first proper boyfriend, when we had broken up. It was just one of those things that, you know, I was 16, I think, when I started dating him, and we were 17 when I broke up, and I just, he just felt like my friend. It was nothing personal, it was just, I feel like you're my friend, I don't really want to be in a relationship with you. Anyway, it was quite petty as well. He used to ride a BMX bike, and so he'd go to the skate park heaps. Um, oh, yeah, man, he was a cool man. Anyway, I had given him this like ring and it was just a like a... Was a, it engraved? I, I don't know if it was. I can't remember. Maybe. I don't know. It, honestly, it was so long ago now. Anyway, he, on the way to the skate park, I lived on the way from where he would bike to get there and my bedroom window was open and he threw that and whatever else I'd given him through my window on the way. It's just super petty. And my sister and my brother and I, we laughed our heads off. We just thought it was so funny that someone, it wasn't like through smashing a window. It was just through an open window, just threw it through my window. Had to come around the back of our house to do that as well. 
Maybe he was hoping to hit you. I don't know. I just thought it was cool. He just laughed our heads off. I wasn't upset by it. I just, I think I must have thrown it away. I don't even know where the ring is. It was, like I say, I was 17. I'm 33 now. I, you know how people get like blackout drunk? I get blackout relationships, I think, because I've completely well, it's forgotten. No, I've, I, when, I, when we were chatting about this and I, I remembered stuff later on, or I've completely forgotten people. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it was just so long ago and it didn't mean much at the time. Okay, this is really random. I was dating a rugby player who lived in a house with other rugby players. Anyway, I forgot about this completely until later on. But I don't know how, but my granddad ended up giving him this barbecue. So we broke up. didn't really last very long. And he still got this barbecue. Except I don't know where this guy's gone. I think he's moved back to the South Island. But my husband's best friend is a retired rugby player who was friends with these guys, and we were chatting about something like a few years ago, and he's been to a ha- like a barbecue at this house, and he's eaten meat off my granddad's barbecue, and I'm like, that's my granddad's barbecue. Does he still have it? Someone's got it. One of them's got it. Full circle, man. Life's crazy. Yeah. I had a, so I've got a couple of wild dating and then breakup stories. So I was in a long-term relationship um, until I was about, I think I was 25 and we had a house together. You know, it was the person I thought I was going to marry. I was with him from quite early on in my 20s. Anyway, so after that, single for a while until, like, properly single until I met my current boyfriend and definitely dated people, but nothing really stuck or nothing that really. Yeah, you were long time single it was a long happy. time yeah, yeah and I was it was yeah happy wow no you you, you make yeah do, you, make you do, make do and you're trying to meet the right person but you're not settling anyway there's some funny stories I have one I met a guy on a plane when I was going overseas for a work trip I don't know we were just chatting normal but I thought he was kind of hot and then once I got there we landed I didn't see him I don't think but he had added me and messaged me on some social media we had a date while we were there and then when we got back, we started dating a little bit, but um, it didn't end well because he had recently, I didn't know this, he'd recently broken up with his long-term partner. She had found out that he was dating me, her and her friend, I don't know, must have been watching my, I didn't put anything on about him on social media, but they worked out who I was. And then one morning when he was at my house, he went a bit strange. And then I got a message being like, that he was getting back with his ex-girlfriend and like he didn't want me to think it was anything bad about me or he didn't want to upset me and you know all this stuff and I was yeah I was I was a little bit upset but I should have learnt my lesson not to date people that have newly come out of relationships anyway a red flag I don't yeah. get that that's oh, happened I, to me a couple not a couple times but like well you've been away with them and everything's been absolutely fine and then a few hours later something shifts and they get a message from someone yeah. or yeah yeah, I've had that happen a couple of times where I've silly, it's probably a lesson not to date people who are too soon out of relationships. Obviously, people feed you the information you they think you want to hear. Still to come, we continue delving into our dating and breakup files, including the time I got ghosted, tattoos, and how to get through a breakup. Trust me, we've been through a few of them. We'll be back after a quick break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This other guy I dated who had actually been out of a relationship for a while... This was a bit more serious. We were dating for quite a long time. I'd met all his friends. Um, he'd taken me to things with his friends. He was saying that we we're going to go to Melbourne for my birthday and everything. Anyway, same deal. His ex-girlfriend, they'd been broken up for a while, found out about me. His friends were like, oh my God, she's so cool. And he, she'd heard about I it. This. I remember I was at a party with him or a barbecue. Anyway, I saw that she was messaging him and I was kind of like, hmm, that's a bit weird, like red flag. And then one time after that, I didn't see what it said. One time after that, we caught up. It was around Christmas time. We caught up and hung out. And I was feeling a little bit like something's off here. The photo he wanted to show me was in this message thread with her. And it was so long. And the idiot was scrolling back to try find this photo. And I was seething underwards trying to work out how do I say how do I bring this up because I don't want to not bring this up so I just asked him about it I was like hey so what's the sitch with so like with this da 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 and I think he was a little bit shocked by it but he was like oh no we're just friends a couple of days later caught up once more never saw him again he ghosted me and to be honest go that was one of that actually really hurt ghosting's really strange dating someone for like four or five months to just nothing and you don't know you don't get any closure mm. and if you're someone that is a bit anxious or you sort of think oh I did something wrong there's something wrong with me so I found that quite hard actually that was around new year so that was a good time I apologize to everyone that I've ghosted I'm a te- I was a terrible ghoster really yeah I was bad and I was a leave before get left if I got a weird vibe gone <laughs> like we chatted previously about I will ignore you so hard you'll start to doubt your own existence and I I was really good at that yeah so that was a bit upsetting at the time that's mean yeah it was mean and then the weird thing is he still follows me on like social media I'm pretty sure and like watches my shit I don't follow him I cut that is he married no I don't think so is he with the ex I don't think so either so what was the point like I talked to someone about it who was friends with them and I think it was a case of she didn't want to be with him anymore, but she didn't want anyone else to have him. Yeah. And, I, and, I want to, and I didn't want to get stuck in that whole love triangle thing because you're actually collateral for someone else's shit. So that was a bit of a learning curve for me of I kept ending up in these situations where the, the ex would find out about me and then bought the back or – and it just – yeah, it was not a vibe. Weird situations with exes are such a red flag for, for me. Mm. I've had a few situations where, like, the ex that – we met through I just should have there are so many things I should have listened to my gut and you make excuses like there'll be red flags and you're just dodging them like best friends with my ex of five years blah 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 just you know best friends ever work together sit next to each other all day like she hates me would never want to meet me properly and I would find messages from them like about me Mm. or he would delete messages about me which is like even dodgier yeah what have you got to hide if you're deleting stuff yeah yeah just really weird situation all guys that are best friends with all their exes I just 
don't get it. Yeah, I find that a strange one too. And it's okay to be amicable with your ex if that's possible. Or Great. friends, like when enough time, but like every single one's your yeah, best friend. I find that a bit of a red flag too. Or, But I don't understand why you need to be in constant comms with an ex. It just makes the other person feel uncomfortable when they don't need to. I personally don't see the point in having to talk to that person all the time. But in saying that, there are different situations where you might need to. But that whole no contact thing is so important when it comes to a breakup. And we are going to get to some tips soon as well that we find help us. But no contact is so important. There is this rule about like a 60 or 90 day no contact. And it might seem really hard, but it gives you that time to just not talk to that person and actually heal. If you're not healing, you're just constantly scratching at that wound um, when you need that time. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I mean, I'm still blocked by quite a few people. <laughs> <laughs> like I said on our previous chit chat episode. You do what you got to do. If people are blocking you, it is because they care. You've got under their skin. So that's I kind of. I do have a way of getting under people's skin. Kind of a compliment. Yeah. I don't know. There's something. I, I mean, I totally get it. When you think someone doesn't give a shit, mm. it, there's nothing worse. Yeah. But. I mean, the guy that I had a really weird situation, I just remember, it was a Valentine's Day present, and we were already on the rocks, like, he was my worst, like, he was, I've told you about him, narcissist, abusive relationship, but I didn't realise it wasn't, it was abuse, Mm. because it wasn't physical, but it definitely was abuse, for Valentine's Day, was planning on breaking up with him by this point, and trying to, like, already work my way out, very slowly, because it was quite volatile, but he had his phone out, and he was recording, and he had to me sit down, and he like starts peeling his lip back and he has got tattooed his initials like BC heart A E S my initials on the back of his lip inside inside his lip and I'm sitting there and I'm just like what the fuck like why would you why would you do that and he got so shitty at me because my reaction was not good and in my head I'm just like you what the fuck like Mm. Um, and then apparently I've heard that he like rang up a radio station or something in the last few years and was talking about things or tattoos or something after yeah. a breakup. And apparently his friends were saying that he could just change it to ASS. So like he loves ass. Mm, sounds anyway, like a real don't cat. tattoo. Oh yes, <laughs> such a cat. <laughs> um, don't get people ta- I mean if you're going to get a name tattooed inside your lips probably not the worst place but how awkward when you're on a date with someone new you've got a new girlfriend and they're yeah. talking to you like oh what's in your lip it's like oh the- yeah what does that what's stand that for? story yeah oh gosh that's me <laughs> yeah and you'd heard a lot of my stories over the last few years about breakups and things because I had been dating and you know trying to meet the right person but it wasn't really working out there was one guy I dated the last guy I properly dated before my now boyfriend We actually dated for about seven months and I was really upset afterwards only because he wasted my time. You know, Mm. like it seemed like good. He was a bit older than me. I don't know if you tried this as well. You know, you date someone and then you're like, oh, that didn't work. So I'll go for the complete opposite. I'll date someone older. Maybe they'll have their shit together. That is not always the case. Just from my personal experience, if you go older, they might actually not have their shit together. So yeah, we dated him for quite a while. It was during that COVID time, so a little bit tricky at times. But I was never really that sure in the beginning. I was like, ah, which I actually think is kind of a good thing. I don't think it's healthy if you're feeling anxious or if you're obsessed with somebody. I I wasn't that sure about my husband. Yeah. Still not. (laughs) 
Love so, you. So anyway, I over time, you know, he was really funny. He was really nice. We were constantly dating, seeing each other every week kind of thing. And then, yeah, kind of ended, it must have been this time of year, two years ago now. And uh, I kind of sensed it, like it wasn't anything against me. He just didn't know what he wanted. And it just felt like a real waste of time. And then after that, I actually put myself into therapy because I was not <sighs> upset about him. I was just sick yeah. of dating people that weren't sure about what they wanted. They were emotionally unavailable. And that's when I learned about attachment types. And he was clearly an avoidant. Yeah. And even though I'm an anxious attachment type, I actually at times step in and be the calming person on him and all other people like that, which is so annoying. So anyway, long story short, that was a little bit annoying and upsetting. However, it all works out in the end. And then I met my current boyfriend and he is great. And yeah, like you say, even with my current boyfriend in the beginning, I liked him. Don't get me wrong, but you know, it takes I a remember bit of time. I weren't totally... And you, ne- and I think it's good. I don't think it's realistic to think that you're going to meet someone and all of a sudden, like, love at first sight. No. They're the one. The best relationships are built on, you know, like a slow burn. Yes. Yeah, I just think it's really unrealistic and unhealthy to think that you're just going to meet someone and from the moment, moment you see them, you're going to think, that's the person I'm going to marry. That's my soulmate. Mm. Like, I just don't think that's realistic. Yeah, I totally agree. We've sort of been sold this false dream of, you know, through Disney movies or movies and teen dramas over the years and it's fireworks and I knew that I liked him but it it very much was a slow burn going on dates getting to know each other and I knew that I liked being with him I knew that I enjoyed his company he was funny we had good conversation I did like him but you need to let that grow naturally and that is far more healthy for me than diving into something that I'm not 100% sure about here's to healthy and happy relationships Do you have any advice for anyone that is going through a breakup? Are there things that really help you? Because we all know how horrible it is. It's one of the worst feelings, I think, anyway. Yeah, for sure. Whenever you're going through something, whether it's like a mental health thing or it's burnout or it's a relationship or just whatever it is traumatic, you kind of got to strip it back and go back to the basics. You've got to make sure that you're doing some form of moving your body that you enjoy, making sure you're eating good food, laughing. I think laughing is the main thing, catching up with just a couple of good friends that make you feel good about yourself. Pick the people that you surround yourself with wisely. I think especially with breakups, it can be really hard if your friends never liked the person or depending what type of relationship it was, like having the right people there that will pick you back up. You don't even have to talk about it. Just go and watch a movie or do something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the last couple of weeks. There have been a New Zealand documentary series. And the first one was about anxiety. Robin Malcolm. Oh, was, no, I haven't was, watched yeah. it. Yeah. And she did this type of therapy in the domain. It was like laughing yoga. And it was the science behind laughing. I realized like I need to laugh way more. Forcing yourself to laugh. And how hard would that be to make yourself laugh? whether it's watching a comedy thing just Mm. yeah so I've been making an effort it sounds really stupid to try and force myself to laugh more because I've been feeling quite overwhelmed too and it does seriously pick up your dopamine levels yeah I'm not saying like break up and then go to a comedy show or whatever try have a laugh move your body eat some good food get some sleep but don't stay in bed too much that's the worst thing you can do open your curtains 
Yeah, open the windows, get yeah. outside. Just, yeah, take really good care of yourself. Friends is always my tonic. Yeah. I remember when I went through that breakup and that breakup, I was still sad heading into, it was like, I think, Labor Weekend. I was still quite sad around New Year, January. And it wasn't really so much about that. It was just the feeling of just what it brings up for you. And I just felt really shit. I remember, so the year before on New Year's, I got ghosted. And then that New Year, I was sitting on my couch. I'd had a minor procedure done so I wasn't able to go out I was working and I just sat on my couch and cried and felt like a real loser but friends is always my tonic it's like it makes you laugh so yeah just be careful what you're watching what you're reading just make sure you're watching light things something that's not going to make you feel too upset I don't reckon listening to sad music's good. No, say, stay away yeah. from. If you listen to sad music when you are sad, you're a psychopath. Don't, don't listen to Adele. No, I know that it might help or whatever, and if that helps you, that's cool. But I just think listen to good things. Also, I actually recorded, I wrote and recorded how to get through a breakup like a boss, and that that was written years ago. You can find that on the links on my socials. I'll put the links in my show notes, but I had a whole bunch of tips because I had gone through quite a few breakups. So I'd sort of built a little kit of what helped me. And whenever anyone, my friends or people who listen to the podcast would go through one, they'd message me and I'd be like, here's your kit, here's your breakup kit. So yeah, that always helps as well. Yeah, so when you are going through a breakup, you might have that hope. And I think we all have that a little bit, that things are going to go back together. You're not really sure how you can do life without this person. You go through all of that, right? And you're thinking about what you've had and you think about all the good things. You don't always think about all the bad things. So that's another thing. Remember, you romanticize your memories. Yeah, so remember the reasons why you've broken up or what's happened. And it can be a little tricky in the beginning, but that's, I think, quite handy to hang on to when you're thinking about getting back with an ex. Write it down. Yeah, write it down what's happened. And if you're thinking about getting back with someone, has something changed? There was a reason why the relationship broke down. But the no contact thing's really helpful because while you're healing... If you're in touch with that person, you're getting that dopamine hit like we talk about and then when it fizzles out again, that goes away and so you're kind of going backwards with your healing steps. You're not really, you're sort of taking a few steps forward back again. If you can't help yourself but check up on them, just block them for a little while. You Mm -hmm. don't have to always block them but maybe in that first period but it's really important that you are not talking to this person anymore and it just hurts even more you'll go even lower and I don't know about you but when I've gone through breakups it probably makes sense more now that I know I have ADHD the rejection sensitivity part of it I always felt maybe I was just more emotional than other people but breakups to me always felt and I know they suck for everyone but they just always felt really really painful so the thought of going even lower than I already was wasn't something I could fathom Hey, thanks for joining us. And if you do have some stories you would like to share, if you've had any wild dating stories, breakup stories you'd like to share, please DM us at yeah. Self Love Club Podcast and we can share them on an upcoming episode. Funny things that you got left with from a breakup. Oh, yeah, we'd love to hear that. And whether you think it's okay, perhaps we can discuss this to keep things from an ex. Yes. You know? What if it's a really cool thing? What if they bought you something what like a, expensive, like, like jewelry or a designer bag? Are you just going to oh, throw I, out a Chanel? Nope. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we've got time for. We'll catch you soon. See ya. Adios. Thanks so much for listening to the Self Love Club. Please support us. Make sure you hit follow on your podcast app to subscribe if you haven't already. Turn on automatic downloads as well. And if you're enjoying listening, please leave us a five star rating and extra points for writing us a kind review. 
This is so important. It helps new people find our podcast. You can find us and follow at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. I'm at Belle Crawford, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. We'll have all the links in our show notes. Plus, check out our home of pop culture, our podcast, Gloss. We'll leave the link as well in our show notes so you can listen to our deep dives on Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen and so much more. We'll catch you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.